Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Good morning. It's time for the Kern County Real Estate Review on AM 1560, FM 97.7, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. With Kern County's most listened to realtor and the host of our show, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. Consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide, Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, during which time she successfully helped over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. Working with an expert makes the process easy and puts more money in your pocket. Just Google the McCarty Group. That's M double C A R T Y or call 661 665 sold. That's 661 665 7653. And she or one of her partners will be delighted to help you. Let them make you their next success story. And a good morning to you, Lori. Good morning, Adelaide. How are you doing this morning? Uh, you know what's weird? I was just thinking about it's, you know, with the new year and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember writing checks. But then for the whole month of January, you put last year's date on it. I know. Do you remember? It's so frustrating. <laughs> so, so frustrating. I just have to say thank you, technology. Now oh. I just don't know what year it is, but right. technology knows for me. So I'm like, phew, thank goodness. Yeah, you're that guy. You pay everything online, right? Everything. On- I haven't written a check in years. Do you still write checks? Oh, yeah. Don't date me like yeah. that. <laughs> hey, I remember writing checks. and I still have checks. and Yeah. No, the Don't good thing is, is actually my computer writes the checks. Right, ah. I do have to input it, but my computer writes the checks. Oh, okay. So that okay, way, so. it takes you know, it keeps track of everything for me. But um, yes, there have been many a time that I have typed in the wrong year. Oh yeah. And then I go to balance, and I'm like, well, where the heck is that check? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So. It's crazy. So one of the things most kids don't have to worry about anymore. So yeah. how's your weekend going so far? Well, you know, it's been a busy start to the new year, Adelaide. And with the changing of the calendar, oh, gosh, it has really sparked motivation for many to start to make some adjustments when it comes to the place that they call home. Um, you know, we're really finding out that lots of folks have that New Year's resolution to either sell their home or buy a home or to do both. And we're seeing a lot of people return to the market that are motivated to help achieve that real estate New Year's resolution. Really cool. It sounds like business is doing well then, Lori. And what was your New Year's resolution this year? Well, uh, I'm being ambitious, and I actually have a few resolutions this year. So when it comes to business, uh, I'm wanting to really step it up this year and take a look at all the various workflows and the processes that we have uh, at the office and to try to streamline them. You know, it's really essential to try to keep things running smoothly. And then when it comes to my personal life, I actually have two very important resolutions. One is to get in better shape. So like millions of Americans, I have returned to my workout routine. Um, Not real fun, but necessary. (laughs) Um, And then my second resolution is to spend more quality time with my family. Um, 
you know, I want to spend more time where I'm just focusing on them. Too often, I would multitask while visiting with them or engaging in some sort of family activity. And this year, I decided it was time to put my phone on silence, put the laptop away, um, try to turn off that business part of my brain uh, so that I could really enjoy my time with them, try to focus entirely on them. I got to say that, frankly, uh, this has been easier said than done. Mm. Um, So far, though, I've been able to commit 100%, and I'm hopeful that I can continue this pattern throughout the year because I know it really means a lot to them. Um, But, you know, 80% of people give up on their New Year's resolutions by February um, so what's your resolution, Adelaide, and have you stuck to it so far? Uh, you know what? It's mine's similar to yours. I was I was trying to limit my social media. Ah. Um, but it's two parts. One part is, you know, scrolling. Okay, I got to right. limit that because right. an hour and a half will go by, and I'm like, I did nothing. Where did it go? <laughs> I mean, right. But then the other part is because we work in media, mm-hmm. you still have to be on it. You do. So So the other part is... I'm trying to just do, you know, two or three posts a week, but really put some effort into it right. when I do it. Right. So so something that people hopefully can enjoy or get them thinking or whatever, just just things like that. So, so far it's going okay. All right. So, so you know, so it's not February yet. So I'm, <laughs> still, I'm still hanging in there. So Good so for we're gonna, you. We're going to keep it up and we're going we're gonna to keep going with it. So I have 100% confidence in you. That I'll make it past February? Uh, that you'll make it all the way to December. <laughs> all right, let's do it. We're going to commit right here you bet. together. We're going to make it. You so, bet. Hey, well, now I do see we have a guest on the roster. Who are we speaking with and what's today's topic? This morning, we're speaking with Riley Francis, a local professional stager, an interior decorator, and so much more. If you have the New Year's resolution to sell your home, you're going to want to listen to this show. I'm going to have Riley give us the scoop on how you can stage your home so that it's going to be sure to sell. Now, before we talk staging, I want to talk a little bit about real estate. You know, I meet with people all the time that are on the fence about selling their home. And the ones that I see that are stuck the most are those that are currently living in their starter or their first home that they purchased. You know, it can be difficult to gauge when it's time to upgrade from that first home. Because that first home is always going to have a piece of your heart, right? It was likely your first big purchase. But I see a common scenario play out. You buy your first home and it fits your needs perfectly. You feel like you have plenty of space for yourself, for for your growing family. But as time passes, that once roomy home starts to feel cramped, starts to feel outdated or maybe inefficient. And these are all signs that it it may be time to move on from that starter or first home and to go ahead and upgrade to something that's larger. But, you know, making such a major decision can be difficult. So here are six signs that we came up with that will help you decide if it's time to move out of your starter home and into one that might be better suited for the next phase of your life. Number one, you can afford it. So when you moved into your starter home, it was comfortable for your budget. But since then, you've advanced in your career. And by the way, congratulations. 
Or maybe you've gone from being a single income household to a dual income one. So you, if you've improved your income, now you can afford a nicer home and it might be a good time to upgrade. But just make sure that you take into account the cost of increased property taxes, insurance, maintenance, and possibly homeowners association dues that could come with a more expensive home. Number two, you're ready to start building more wealth, right? Earning equity on a more valuable home can help you build more wealth than the equity that you're building on your starter home. And depending on your debt to income ratio and the rental rates in your area, who knows, it might make financial sense to keep your starter home as a rental property after you upgrade to that new dream home. You know, renting out your starter home can provide an additional income stream, right? It could be a great financial move if you've already paid off your initial mortgage or the market would allow you to rent out that starter home for more than your current mortgage plus the annual maintenance costs. Here's a situation I see a lot of the time, and that is that your family is growing, but unfortunately your home isn't right? Your starter home might have made sense when you were single or newly married. Then you converted that spare bedroom into a nursery. But now closets are starting to feel stuffed and you're short on space. Maybe you're even spilling over into a storage unit. A growing family, whether you're planning or expecting, is a great reason to upgrade into a more spacious house. And we're not just talking about kids either. If you're planning on getting a pet, you might think about upgrading to a home with a bigger backyard so you can throw that Frisbee around with Fido. What about wanting to get into a great school district? Maybe when you moved into your first home, you might have loved that it was within walking distance to a few of your favorite bars or restaurants. But as a parent, you know, your priorities have probably changed. And so too have your criteria for a great neighborhood. Moving into a top-notch school district, which has high graduation rates or good teacher-to-student ratios, or that offers enriching extracurriculars, those can all be great reasons to move into an upgraded home. Okay, number five reason. You're spending a lot of time on Pinterest. You know, it's no secret that home buyers have wish lists. Your first home probably checked most of the must-haves on yours. But what about those fantasy items that you're coveting now? If you're spending your days scrolling on social media, just like Adelaide was talking about, Mm -hmm. but now you're ogling beautiful homes, you're probably ready for an upgrade. You can have that open kitchen that looks like it was torn from the pages of a design magazine and that master bathroom that rivals a spa. (laughs) Honestly, we can help you make it yours. I think it's time to check off that wish list. Plus, upgrading sure beats dealing with the hassle of a big-time renovation. Trust me, I know. Now, what about this? If you're working from home more, you know, workplaces have become way more flexible. They allow employees to telecommute a few days a week or work from home entirely. Having a dedicated home office can certainly help with your efficiency or your work-life balance. Don't make your kitchen table work overtime. You've earned that home office. So if any of these things I just listed off jumped out at you, 
I think it might be time to sell and move on to your next dream home. Yeah, Lori, I might be giving you a call because a few of those things apply to me. I was thinking about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Adelaide, you certainly have my number. Uh, So I think it's time that we introduce our guest, Riley Francis. So Riley, thank you for coming on the Kern County Real Estate Review. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So help me and our listeners get to know a little bit more about yourself and and tell us, who are you? So um, I'm Riley (laughs) and I'm 28 years old. I am going on 13 years with my uh, high school sweetheart, Brandon. Wow. We met in high school. We went to Liberty. Um, and then we went to college together, of course. We Great. moved out when we were 18, right out of high school, like two months after we graduated high school and got our first house. We were just renting it at the time, of course. Uh-huh. I mean, we didn't have money. We're broke. Isn't that the story of all of us? Yes. <laughs> so we were just full-time college students, full-time working. Um, and... Our last semester of college, four years later, which was in 2016, um, the owner randomly put the house up for sale, so we ended up buying it. Wow. Yeah, and um, actually our mortgage was cheaper than our rent, of course. And um, then after we bought it, we decided to remodel the house because then it was ours, and there were so many things I wanted to do to the house already. Mm-hmm. And we did do some remodeling while renting just because I couldn't stand some stuff. But we started to actually like invest some more money into the house um, after we bought it. So we owned it for four years. And then, of course, the market went crazy mm-hmm. uh, last year, right? Oh, a couple well, of years Well, two ago. years ago now. Mm-hmm. So um, we decided to put it up for sale. We listed it on a Friday, had showing Saturday and Sunday. And by Monday, we had so many offers. Right. And this house was tiny. It was a thousand square feet, uh-huh. built in the fifties. It right. was so cute, and it was a great starter home. But like you said, you eventually just grow out of that house, mm-hmm. and two bedrooms just isn't enough. Even if you don't have kids, like right. we don't have kids, and it still just was like I felt like the house was closing in on me. It's amazing how much stuff you accumulate, right? Yeah, and actually, I'm very much of a minimalist, and I only keep what I need and what I love and what we use. Um, because that's super important to me in a mm-hmm. home to make your home beautiful. But even then, it still felt too small than when it did when we moved in when we were 18. So we sold the house. We bought a new house. And um, so we bought our second house and completely remodeled the whole house within three months. I, When we were looking to buy a house, I looked for the house to have good bones, like right. a good roof, you know, mm-hmm. good cement work. Um good plumbing, good electrical, those things that most people don't really pay attention to. I didn't care about the cabinet colors. I didn't care about the flooring. I didn't care about the carpet because all of that can be replaced. And honestly, I'd rather replace it and make it my own. So the house we bought had good bones. And um, like I said, we remodeled the whole house within three months and made it our own home. And so now it's completely updated and it's beautiful and we love it. We've lived there for now, you know, like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're open to selling anytime <laughs> <laughs> because I don't get attached to our houses, to be honest. I mean, I love our homes. I'll always love our homes, but I realize how important it is to keep on moving um, and how much money you can make from your home. Like your home is the best way to make money. It's just a fact. And if you make all the right moves, then it can make you a lot of money. 
Absolutely. You're absolutely right. It is the number one way that Americans build wealth. Yeah. And it's great to hear that from somebody who's so young. And I <laughs> promise, folks, I did not coach her on that. <laughs> so what inspired you to become a professional home stager? Um, actually, nothing inspired me, to be honest. Since I was a baby, toddler, like not even kidding, if you ask my mom, I have always been so into homes. Like mm-hmm. I've always been into making my room pretty when I was a kid and just making my own house when I lived at home with my parents pretty. And it's just been something I love doing. And so I just kept doing it as I was, you know, growing up. And just over time, after, you know, after practicing something for so long, I feel like you just become a pro at it, really. Absolutely. Um, so just over time of doing it for so long for, you know, myself and then family and friends for fun, it just became something that I was like, I need to do this. Like, this is what I was called to do. And if you ask anybody about me, they'll always say, like, Riley's doing exactly what she was put on this earth to do, you know? So. And that's such a great feeling, isn't it? It is. To know that you're doing what you Yes. we're meant to do yes it is and a lot of days I don't even feel like I'm working <laughs> I just feel like I'm like I'm like I'm really getting paid for this like I'm really actually getting paid it's really a good feeling I mean some days yeah they're hard work but most of the time honestly it's just fun and it's so rewarding to transform homes for all my clients and the smiles that I bring to their faces and the way that I change their home lifestyle mm-hmm. their marriage mm-hmm. their relationship with their kids I mean there there's so much you can change when you change your home, um, you're not just changing your home, you're changing your whole lifestyle. You know? Absolutely. So for those of us who don't understand the, the concept of staging versus decorating, can you, can you share with us the difference between the two? Or is there a difference? Is that just an assumption I'm making? No, there for sure is a difference. So Home staging to me normally is when I go to stage a home, it's because I'm helping people get their house ready for pictures to sell their home. Okay. And because if you think about it, the pictures online of your house are the most important thing. 100% agree. You won't even get people to come look at your house, to reach out to a realtor to see your house. You will have no action on your house if those pictures are not 100% perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Home staging to me is getting a house staged so it's picture ready. It's all about how it's going to look on the pictures. Um, decorating is when I decorate homes, it's for people that are planning to stay in their home and they're, you know, living in their home and they want to make their home pretty for them to stay in and enjoy. Okay, perfect. So why should someone hire a professional to assist them with the staging process? Why can't they just go do it themselves? Well, um, some people are super talented and can totally do it themselves. But I say that, you know, if you invest in getting your house staged, you're investing in something that you're going to make 10 times more off of. The nicer your house looks on pictures and the nicer your house looks at when somebody comes to look at your house physically with their realtor is going to make you more money and a lot more money. Not just a little bit. I mean, we're talking a lot. Um, So just invest a little, you know. You're not even, they're not going to pay me how much they're going to make profit off of their home when they go to sell their home. Fantastic. I think that's great advice. And this was a wonderful introduction, Riley. 
Um, now, looking at the clock, I think we should take a quick break. And when we return, I have a ton more questions for you, if that's okay. Yes, sounds good. Great. So be sure and stay tuned. Um, we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. And to reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com, where you can tour all the properties available in Kern County from the comfort of your couch. Request an in-person tour. Find out the value of your home and see the McCarty Group's success stories. Ranked number eight in North America for Coldwell Banker last year and the only Kern County realtor to be listed in the Wall Street Journal's Top 100 Agents for 2021, she is truly an expert in her field. Her desire, as well as that of her team, is to not only achieve their clients' goals, but to exceed their expectations. So let them do just that. And we'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR. We're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review. Here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And now, uh, this topic has been amazing, Lori, talking to our great guest here, Riley Francis. And I know you've got a ton of questions to ask her. Yep. Um, one thing I was thinking about is, I like the visuals. We we're talking about the pictures earlier. Uh, Riley, do you have a social media? We could check out some pictures and whatnot. Yes, I do. So I have a Instagram, I have a TikTok, and a Facebook, all for my business. It's all um, Simply Decorated by Riley. Simply Decorated by Riley. Yes. I love it. Awesome. Yes. So you could follow me on any of those platforms, and you'll find contact information to contact me by phone, by email. You could direct message me on any of those platforms. Um, Any of it works. Perfect. So Riley... Walk us through the process of staging a home, like from the very first meeting with a client to to the final product. Like, what does that process look like? Um, so normally I just, I set up a consultation with a client. You know, they call me and say, Riley, I need your help. Um, we set up a day and time I can go to their house and meet them. Mm-hmm. and see their house and then we plan a day or time normally I try to stage the home the same day photos are going to get ready if I can get it done in a day that's not okay. always the case some houses need more than a day's work um, sometimes I'll leave them a to-do list of things they need to do to the house themselves like cosmetically um, and then I go back after the they finish their to-do list and I do you know the facelift of just making it look pretty and picture ready. And I always just like to schedule it to where the photographer can come later that day, right after I do it. So it's exactly the way I left it. And kids don't mess with it. Their dogs don't jump on the couch and mess up the blanket or the pillows or all the things that matter in photos. Um, And then their house gets listed and they always sell pretty dang fast. Yeah. (laughs) And that is the whole goal, isn't it? Yes. Um, so now do 
you have a storage unit of items that you use to stage the home with or do you purchase new things for each client or do you use what they have so i do not have a storage unit because i do not stage homes full time i like Lori was saying earlier, I do uh, different things. I do estate sales, I decorate homes, I remodel homes. So staging isn't something I do every day. Okay. Um, so I always try to use things that the, my client already has. Okay. So that they really don't have to spend much money. Great. Um, and then I only have them buy items that I think are completely essential to be put in photos, like, you know, spots of greenery or mm-hmm. some fresh linens or things like that. So. Okay. Fantastic. Um, how do you determine the look or feel of a of a staged home? I mean, uh, do you do you decorate with what's trendy? Do you decorate in a certain style? Do you play off of what the the client their decor? I mean, how do you figure that out? I'm fascinated by the process. <laughs> well, so to me. Houses always sell better if you bring out the beauty of the actual home. Mm-hmm. So if the home is a Spanish-style home, I'm going to try to bring out that Spanish style. Okay. If the home is a modern-looking home, I'm going to bring out that modern look. Okay. Um, and so I really just try to bring out the natural beauty of the actual home because I feel like when you compete with the style of what the home is and then what the client's decor is, that's where people get thrown off and they really cannot see the actual beauty of the home and they cannot focus on the space as what the space is. Um, so yeah, I just always try to, I try to bring out the beauty of the actual home. Great. So now are there any areas of a home that a, a person should focus on the most when they're, when they're staging or do, do they, do they need to focus on every part of the home because it's all going to be photographed yeah so um honestly I think the whole house is equally important okay children's bedrooms as much as the living room kitchen area no I would say probably not but for sure the living room and kitchen are dead the living spaces are for sure more important but to me like if we're if I'm going in there to stage your home, we're getting your house ready for you to move anyways. Mm-hmm. So just look at it as like I'm helping you get your house ready to move out, and we're you know we're packing things up that don't need to be out. So we're kind of getting things off your to do list. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not just do the whole house and have the whole house ready for when people come to walk through and look at the house? Um, so I I think the whole house is really important, but of course the living spaces are definitely the most important. She's kind of singing my language here, you know. I mean, <laughs> how many times do I talk about this pre-packing stuff, right? Because Super important. it's very important. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for people to see and visualize themselves in a space mm-hmm. that is overcluttered with your mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as a homeowner, how can I make sure that my staged area is going to look inviting and warm? And, you know, how do I do that? Um, so I would say, you know, first you need to declutter the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure the space is clean. I always tell my clients every night before you go to bed, tidy up the house, pick it up. You know, if there's food and stuff on the counters, just pick it up, put the dishes in the dishwasher, do all those things at night. So that tomorrow morning, if you get a call from a realtor, it's 9 a.m. and you just drop the kids off at school, 
you're not freaking out to go get the home ready. You only have a couple things to do rather than 20 things to do. Um, so I really think it's important just every night to tidy up the house to where the next day, if you get that call, you don't have much to do and it's really not a big deal. I think that's great advice um, and something that, believe it or not, I've never thought about telling my clients to do that every night, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so good to be that proactive because I think you're also then telling the universe, I'm ready, bring the buyer, come on. It's like you're speaking it into existence, you're ready. Absolutely. Super important. So do you have any specific tips or tricks for styling a room quickly and effectively before potential buyers come to look at a home? Um, I would say just try to leave it the way I left it. (laughs) (laughs) But that is so hard when you have children and pets, right? I know, I know. Um, But I feel like that also goes into play with, you know, picking up every night. Um, Having less is more, of course. So just, you know, not don't go out and buy stuff. Just wait till you get your new house to go buy stuff. Um, Oh, don't tell me you've actually had clients that have done that. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's the whole point of hiring you is to have it look beautiful yeah um so that you know it shows well and it photographs well and then they've gone out and added too yeah yeah but then some people they'll get so excited and they're like oh i want to get this for my next house and oh i want to get this and it's like well just wait till you get your next house because right now we don't need it right um it's less for you to move that's Mm -hmm. huge too with moving costs these days right um so yeah just you know the daily pickup and just trying to focus on leaving it the way that i you know set up the house for my client um that's about it really cleaning it having it clean well and i would suggest that if you do have small children you can you can make it a game at night to help pick up um you know and maybe there is a a small reward if yeah. they do it for a certain period of time. Yeah, that right? is a good idea. Yeah, um, I know those were things that we tried to do when when we had small ones. In yeah. The house. See, I don't have small ones. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard for me to like think about I the small understand. ones. I understand. I <laughs> understand. I mean, I try my best. I try my best, but I mean, I don't have kids, so you know, I can't really. All I can do is just really try to tell the mom or the dad, like, just really try to pick up every night because it's really going to save you tomorrow. And Lori, I just got to add, this is a good habit to do anyways. Well, (laughs) yes, I know that. But, you know, sometimes I'm lazy. (laughs) What can I say? For me, I'm talking about... Aren't we all? (laughs) Clean up before I go to bed. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's an interesting concept, isn't it? Hey, that's that's actually how I live my life every day. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm jealous. I I was going to say, me too. (laughs) Um, Okay. Now, help us out because... You know, inflation is killing us all, right? Um, So are there any budget-friendly ways um, that we can stage a home? Um, Anything in particular that you can think of, Riley, that could help us out? Well, so nine times out of ten, every family, human, couple has too much stuff in their home. Okay. So most of the time... I really could probably use stuff that they already have. Wow. Um, honestly, a lot of my clients hardly buy anything. Wow. I mean, really. I try to. I will move stuff from room to room. Yeah. I'll shop in your house. That's amazing. Oh. Literally, I'll just shop in your house. And I 
you know, a lot of um, times one thing I always have them buy is a new front doormat. Oh, because okay. I feel like a new, fresh front doormat changes the feeling of when somebody comes to walk in your house and there's this clean, pretty, inviting front doormat that says welcome. Mm-hmm. It's welcoming. It's inviting. It's clean. It's fresh. Mm-hmm. It's not shredded and it's not, you know, it hasn't changed colors and right. it's not old and worn. Um, that is one thing I have them normally buy, but you can go get a brand new front doormat from Home Depot for like $10. Right. I mean, we're talking very inexpensive. So that is one thing I normally have them buy. And um, sometimes just a couple new throw pillows for their couch. Okay. That totally livens up the living room a lot. Mm-hmm. Brings some freshness to the living room. Um, but like those you can also get, you know, very inexpensive. Right. So I would say those are some ways that you could cut costs on getting your house staged. It's hard for me to believe that that most of the time that the items that you need that you use to stage a home, people already have in their home. It's true, though. I promise. That's like, fantastic. And, I mean... Most people really, they just have so much stuff. They have stuff in cabinets, like old decor and cabinets. And right. you know how decorations go through cycles? Yes, they do. I mean, And things, it just takes having the right eye yeah. to be able to pull it all together to make it look cohesive mm-hmm. in the right environment. Yeah, so it's just rotating, moving some things. You know, I'll pull a shelf that was in a bedroom into the living room or they'll be like, wow, that looks so pretty there. I never thought about that being there because they're so set in their house being exactly the way it is. Right. They don't see it from my eye. My fresh eyes, like, you know, they see it. So just really shopping in their own house. That is amazing. Um, So let's say they don't have a whole lot of stuff and they do have a very small budget. Um, And they could only focus on staging one room or one area of their home. I'm going to guess from our earlier conversation that you would think that the most important room would be that living space yes right the space that they that is first seen when you walk in the home yes so you know having your living room look really pretty is very important but also I feel like kitchen is almost equally important okay they say you know kitchens and bathrooms sell homes right Mm. and it's true um so I would say the living room and kitchen are just about equally important if to maybe just focus on those two spaces the most, you know. Okay. Okay. Great. Adelaide, do you have any questions for Riley right now? I'm kind of just thinking, you mentioned earlier too, you're a minimalist. Is that kind of how you'd want to stage a room? Like, like I'm thinking living room, couch, TV, maybe coffee table. I mean, is it that minimal or? Uh, well... So, I mean, just like my business name, my business title, Simply Decorated by Riley, I'm all about simple. Mm, um, simple and clean, but cozy is mm-hmm. my is what I'm always going for. So, um, yeah, I would say less is more. Like I said, I could say that 500 times. Would I Now, would I remove my samurai sword collection from the living room? <laughs> or is that something? I would say, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very, you know how we minimal. have talked about collections sometimes mm. cause people to focus on the collection, mm. not on the bones of the house. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Distraction, for sure. It's a good distraction. I'm really proud of them, but okay. Okay. <laughs> you can admire them in secret, okay? okay. We're in your next house. 
Mm. <laughs> well, Riley, this was a ton of great information, but I still have a lot more questions that I want to ask you. Um, I think this is probably a good place for us to take a short break. Um, and before we do, can you tell us how we can reach you? Yes, so you can reach me by phone. Um, call or text at 661-304-6289. Or by email is also a really good option. It is decoratedbyriley at gmail.com. And um, like I said earlier, I do have a Instagram, Facebook, and a TikTok account. They are all under Simply Decorated by Riley, and you can direct message me through any of those platforms as well. Perfect. We'll be back after this break. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at The McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook and Instagram at The Kern County Real Estate Review. There you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Saturday mornings. And this morning, we're talking with Riley Francis, a local professional stager, interior decorator, and estate sale expert. And Riley, where do you like to shop to find items for staging and decorating? Uh, I love Target. Target's a good option. Um, Home Goods, for sure, has a lot of good items. Um, I do like TJ Maxx has some good home items as well that look more designer. And Hobby Lobby, of course. I always try to keep it really inexpensive of course you know um unless they have requests for other items so now do you always shop local or do you sometimes go out of town so far it's always been local or online oh yeah okay so there i even order things online and then once they're delivered i'll go set them up in the house fantastic now as adelaide just mentioned we know you do more than just stage homes right so tell us about some of these other services that you offer so I also interior decorate homes. If you're just wanting to, you know, freshen up your house with some new decor, I do that. I also work with a lot of contractors in remodeling homes. Um, and I do estate sales in between all of it. Wow. So. That that kind of is the whole gamut, yeah. right? All things home. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of like me. Oh, um, so out of everything that you do staging, estate sales, interior decorating, uh, helping with remodels. Um, which one would you say is in the highest demand right now? So as of right now with the shift in the market, um, I would say decorating and home remodels is okay. what I'm busiest with right now. Okay. Um, I want to come back to that in just a minute. Um, I'm really curious 
um, about the estate sale aspect of your business. Um, and maybe that's just because I've had a lot of people um, recently that have needed that service. Um, and I know that a lot of people tend to think uh, that people need estate sales when someone passes. Um, but there are other reasons when people might need an estate sale, right? Yes. So I've also done estate sales for people that are just moving out of state. Mm-hmm. And they realize that, heck, it's going to cost us more just to move all of our furniture than it would, de- would be to buy brand new. It's amazing how much it costs to move these days, oh. particularly out of state. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So with the money they make from the estate sales, so selling all their old items and things that they don't need, they you know then put that money towards getting all new furniture for their new house, and they only pay a mover just to move all their personal items. Right, and I think that probably in many cases makes way more sense because they can buy furniture that's more appropriate for the new home than trying to make do with the furniture that they have in this house, which might or might not work in the style of the new home. For sure, without a doubt. Um, So when it comes to estate sales, how do you determine pricing of the items that you're going to sell? So there's some items, if it's a new item I've never seen or sold, I'd have to do research and look it up. Okay. Um, but a lot of the items, after doing so many estate sales, I just know how much they sell for, and I know what people in Bakersfield will spend on used items. Or so, won't spend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And how do your fees work for estate sales? Do you charge a flat fee? Do you take a percentage of the sales? So I charge um, hourly for all of the prep work. Okay. So for getting the house ready for the estate sale, I get paid hourly for however much time it takes me. Okay. Um, Then I have three different estate sale plans that all my clients choose from, and they're all based off time. How much time I have to get the estate sale ready. So, of course, less time costs more. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, and more time until they need the estate sale costs less. And then um, after the estate sale, I take a percentage of the total sales, and that's my commission, and that also adjusts based off time. Okay, perfect. Um, when you talk about the time involved in prepping for the estate sale, um, what sort of, of prep work actually goes into preparing for an estate sale for both you and your client. I mean, I would imagine it could be quite a lot, right? Yeah, it's a lot, but it's definitely doable and can be stress-free if everybody just does what they need to do, to be honest. So if it's because of a death, I always ask the family, please make sure that what what the family wants and what the family is taking is taken out of the house before I start my work. I don't want to. I don't want to spend the time organizing items that family's going to take or pricing items that family's going to take because it's wasted my time and it's wasting their money in a right. sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I always ask all um, belongings that the family is going to take to be taken out before I start my work, and then I organize the whole house and just get the house ready for people to walk through and shop Mm -hmm. and then I price all the items and then I get advertising going Mm -hmm. and my husband is actually a graphic designer and so he makes all the ads for me which is really awesome Um, and then I 
you know, list the cell and then have the cell. And in a perfect world, one of my favorite sayings, <laughs> in a perfect world, how much time would you ideally like between when someone says, I would like to hire you to do an estate sale and when the estate sale actually occurs? So at least a month. Okay. Just because, um, like we mentioned, I don't only just do one thing for a living. You know, right. I do I do all these things. So my week, every single day, I'm doing something different. One day I'm decorating a house. The next I'm staging. The next I'm meeting with contractors at my home remodels. So um, at least a month just because so that I have enough time. Um, but then I also have plans that are 60 days and I have a 90-day plan. So and it all just depends. And sometimes the family wants more time. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, I don't want the house to be shopped at or if it's because of a death you know they want more time so it works with them too it's all case by case but at least a month is definitely for sure nice okay fantastic so i'm going to have you shift roles a little bit if you were going to shop at an estate sale um what are the go-to items that you would look for to buy so if I was going to an estate sale, I would look at furniture. Okay. Because there's always normally like a lot of nice furniture at estate sales. I always try to tell like friends and family if they're moving out, getting their first home, go to estate sales. Like you can find nice furniture for cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find high quality pieces like solid dining tables, you know, um, solid desks mm-hmm. and solid bookshelves, things like that, that you know, you could go and find here in town or something, but it's not going to be like solid wood the way they used to make things, you know. Um, so furniture for sure. And um, dishware and kitchen items. There's normally a lot of good kitchen items like corningware and crystal and things that just high quality stuff normally. Um, so it's a great place to get high quality stuff for a lot cheaper. Great. And uh sort of as a corollary to that, what are the items that you would probably skip on if you were a buyer at an estate sale? I would say probably linens. Okay. Like towels, blankets. I mean, I do price it all. I price things that are in good shape, but to me, I don't want to use... Somebody else's. Use towel. Right. Yeah. I don't want to... <laughs> I just don't. Um, Adelaide's making a fair. funny face. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you seen my towels? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But hey, you know, somebody could be buying them just to use in their garage, like a garage towel. Absolutely. But I would say that's probably the item I would skip on is linens. Okay. So let's go back to the uh, home remodels that you assist with, right? What are some of those uh, projects that you're assisting with and and what are you you doing to assist? Um, So I'm pretty much, I'm the interior designer in the whole project. Fabulous. So I am working with a client to pick out items for their house like countertops, flooring, backsplash, the sink, the faucet, the hardware for the cabinets, um, you know, what the fireplace is going to look like, what the, you know, stove range is going to look like, all those detail things. All the finished products. Yes, all of that, sconces, lighting, fans, um, doorknobs, you know, all the things when you do a home remodel. Um, and I just work, so I work with the client to pick out all the stuff. And then I also work with the contractors to make sure that they're installing the tile correctly and they're installing, you know, the door handles on the right doors or there's the, you know, specific chandeliers where they need to go. And so I, you know, it's both ways. That is fabulous. Yeah. And, um, 
do you come to that project from the client side or from the contractor side? I mean, who usually is the one that hires you for that? So the client is always the one that hires me, Okay. but contractors will, you know, recommend me. Contractors okay. I've worked with that they like working with me, they'll recommend me to a client that thinks that they can do it all on their own, but then the contractor's <laughs> like, I think you need some professional help here. Um, so, you know, I have this contact call Riley, and then I'll get a call, and they'll be like, hi, I'm working with so-and-so, and then I meet with the client then. Well, and it is, uh, you know... As someone who has done this for many, many years, you know, I think I know this tile works with that thing. Mm-hmm. And, this. and I, I got to tell you, people, use a professional. Yes. Um, <laughs> as many times as I've done it myself, there are times that I'm tearing my hair out going, okay, let me go get the professional. Because mm-hmm. you, you just, it requires a special eye. Yeah. It requires specialized knowledge that we don't always have even though we think because we're in the business that we know all these things we don't we need the services of a professional well and who wants to go spend thousands of dollars on tile and then that tile not match match their counters uh yeah exactly um you know it's not fun most people don't have money like that that they can throw away most time you can't return things like that either uh no no um so i know that it's it's getting close to time um but if you don't mind, could you quickly talk to us about your interior decorating services? I mean, how do you assist your clients with interior decorating? Walk us through that process. So um, first step is just calling me and setting up a consultation. And that's just a day and time we set where I go to your house, I meet you and I look at your house or the space you're needing help with. And then we come up with a plan from there on. Um, some of my clients like to go shopping with me to pick out items for their house so that they're involved and they're doing it with me. Some just tell me what they like and don't like and give me free range. Um, and then I decorate the space and yeah. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably be one of the, well, I don't know. I might go back and forth between, depending on my time constraints. Yeah. I might be the one who says, this is my style. This is my vision. Yeah. Here, go. Have a good time. Um, yeah. Or there might be days that I would say, oh, I'd kind of like to go with you and, yeah. and see. But uh, It's I a think, lot of fun, too. Well, it is, but yet <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, it, it's, it's what's, what's fun is the finished product. Yes, for sure. Right? Yes. I would think um, that the hunt, the finding yeah. the stuff. It's not as fun. It's not as fun. Yeah. Right? I yeah, mean, it's fun to me. But yeah, I, I totally get it. Totally right. Get the it. joy of yep. finding the right thing. Yeah. Right? Is probably yeah. exciting for you. Yeah. For me, the joy is seeing it in my space and going, oh, it's yep. done. I don't have to worry with yeah, it. Yeah. And I even, you know, I'll be decorating people's houses. They're at work. And they mm-hmm. just give me a key to their house or the right. code or whatever. And I just come in and out as I please. And um, they come home from work and they're like, oh, my gosh. And it's like, you know, it's they're so fabulous. excited. I've I had, love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've had clients that have cried over spaces because they're just so excited because they've been, you know, stuck in the same mm-hmm. space for 20 years. And mm-hmm. I transform it within, you know, a few days. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Right. So. Um, how long? And, and that's a question. So. Does it have to sit in your brain for a certain period of time, uh, and then you go and collect here and there uh, over a certain period of time to be able to then 
overnight, so to speak, transform that space? Well, um, normally, whenever I meet with a client for a consultation, I'm always booked out a few weeks in advance. So on my downtime is when I am spending time brainstorming about what am I going to do for that space for my client. Mm -hmm. Um, So it... To them, it seems like, you know, I'm putting it all together really fast, but to me, I already know what I'm going to do by the time I go shopping. I already have a plan. Wow. I have a list. I have a plan. Um, And, yeah, so to them, it seems really fast. To me, it's more on my downtime. I'm going to get that prep work done so that I can get it done as fast as I can for them. That's great. So what are some general interior decorating tips that you could share with our listeners? Are there some quick things that they could do right now to step up their home decor um honestly less is more and i cannot say this enough less is more um homes are just so much more pretty when there's less stuff you know when you can see the walls Mm -hmm. like when you can see the fireplace and it's not just covered right in galore like when you can see that stone or you can see that brick Um, So I would say less is more is huge. And so I'm going to guess that's probably one of the biggest decorating mistakes you see people make is too much. Too much. Um, Not the right colors together. That's huge. And then placement of items being hung on the wall. Like almost every house I go to, there's things that are hung just way too high or way too low. Or okay. too far to the left or too far to the right. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you could see the look she's giving me right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, we need to fix this. And okay. even just moving the current stuff they have on their walls to, like, the right placement of where they should be, mm-hmm. that could transform a room, to be honest. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't realize that that was such a big thing. Oh, it's very big, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, fabulous. Um Is there anything else that you would like us to know about decorating, staging, or did we cover all the high points? I think we covered everything. I just, there's one thing I would like to say that I think is really important is um, a lot of people don't realize like how important it is, um, how your home looks and how your home feels and the structure of your home, how important that is in your day-to-day life. And, um, you know, every night before I go to bed, I have a whole routine. You know, I, I load the dishwasher and I start it. I, we clean the kitchen, me and my husband. Um, I put the clothes in the dryer so they're dried for the next day. Having that routine of just picking up my house every day starts my next day on a fresh start. I'm not waking up with dishes in the sink. I'm not waking up with food on the counter. I'm not waking up with this piled, you know, dirty laundry. And and like I said, you know, less is more. When you have less stuff, there's less stuff to pick up. Mm-hmm. There's less stuff to clean. Mm-hmm. I, to, to this day, don't have a housekeeper. I still am my own housekeeper. I would love to have a housekeeper, but I don't. And so every week, you know, I have to clean my house. And since I don't have tons of stuff, it doesn't take me very long and everybody is always like shocked at how clean my house is you know people they come into our house and they're just like wow your house looks like a model home and but I love that like there is such a free feeling from feeling that everything in your home has a place and has a purpose 
and is something that you love and need and use rather than it just existing and being there and taking up space. Because if something's just taking up space in your home, it's taking up space in your mind. And I truly believe that like, if your house is cluttered, your mind's cluttered. And you're not gonna be able to do, you're not gonna be able to perform as well as your job. You're not gonna be able to be the best wife or husband to your spouse. You're not gonna be able to be the best parent. You're not going to be the best you to yourself if your mind is cluttered. And I wish people realized how freeing and how important it was to have their home life in order, you know, to have it, I don't know, just to have it beautiful and clean and um, just for everything to have a purpose and how amazing, like, you're going to feel from that. Like, it's life-changing and it's such a, it's just so important. So I feel like, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't have the money to hire an interior decorator. I don't have the money to hire a stager. You're not, look at it more as like you're not hiring an interior decorator. You're not hiring a stager. You're, you're investing in yourself. You're investing in your life. And that's the most important. Just like you, you know, you get that gym membership. You're investing in yourself or you go and get, you know, healthy food. You're investing in yourself. So switch your mindset about how you look at hiring, you know, a professional to help you to get your house the way that you would love to get it, like how you see those homes on Pinterest and realize that you're just not, you're not only investing in your home, but you're investing in yourself. I think that that is a beautiful way to look at it, Riley. And I could speak from personal experience, having been in the middle of a major remodel in my house and having my house in total uproar Mm -hmm. and disarray uh it has taken its toll on our personal life um for quite some time um because you don't know where this is or that is because it doesn't have its rightful place right now Mm -hmm. because that part of the house is over here um and so i would agree with you completely um i want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to be with us. Um, well, thank you for letting me be here. Honestly. Absolutely, you know, and I want to thank again uh, Sherry and Chris Snow for recommending you yes, because for this sure. has been a delightful conversation and has given us some amazing information and hopefully has given all of our listeners some amazing information as well. Um, A heartfelt thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in today and for tuning in each and every week. Uh, Today we've connected you with Riley Francis, a local stager, interior decorator, and estate sale expert. Hopefully you've learned a lot about how to decorate your home to appeal to buyers and to elevate its overall appeal. Remember, if there are details of today's topic you'd like to revisit, or know someone who would enjoy this information and couldn't tune in this hour, we've got three ways you can access this show. You can catch our Encore presentation each Sunday morning at 8 a.m. here on KNZR just before Sean Hannity. You can hear this and previous shows wherever you get your podcasts by searching the Kern County Real Estate Review, or you can access them on our website at themccartygroup.com and listen to your heart's content. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review, wishing you and yours a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead. 
You're listening to 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back next week.